you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. NFL podcast. Always triple sources. Got it. Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I'm joined in a room filled with some heroes. Chris Wessling to my left, dressed like the character from the Paranoid Android video by Radiohead. <laughs> and to my right, he's wearing a fancy shirt, Greg Rosenthal. What's up, boys? Hey, Dan. I only just slipped on a hat because it's cold in this studio. That's the only reason I'm dressed like this. Big day, though, for you. Moving day. Moving day. We have uh, moving out of the one-bedroom cancer apartment, finally. And I mean, is there a sadder description for any living place than one-bedroom cancer apartment? Lakeisha and I feel uh, very differently about this place. You know, she moved out here as a strong, independent woman, found her own place, and had many good times there. I have a different experience with that one-bedroom apartment, and I am happy to be out of it. If we if we really were thinking ahead, we could have done a whole like moving day theme to moving. our show. So, like, which players are gonna be having moving days this year? I don't know what that means, but that we who's gonna have a successful move, <laughs> and who's gonna struggle? Who's getting kicked out? Who's Is it too late? Who's upgrading from their studio apartment to a nice two-bedroom <laughs> with a big backyard where Wesseling's future kids will run around? I have realized, you know, I've moved almost every year for my whole adult life, and this is my first move where I just said, I'm too old for this. Mm. I'm hiring people to do it's everything for me. Like, it's just, I'm too old for it. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, I have not moved in almost over four years now, and it's glorious. Yeah, it's, it's settled. It's, it's great settled to be settled. Over. I need to be settled. Uh, all right. What uh, What is it I'm looking for, and why can't I find it? Well, that's life, my friend. That is life. Great question. Big question. Today's episode of the Around the NFL podcast uh, comes at a time that mandatory mini camps are wrapping up, and 
for is it for every team? They're over. It's over. They're over yesterday. Oh, because everybody does things like, hey, great camp, guys. Let's go bowling. It's like, come on, coaches. Let's calm down with that a little bit. That's a trope, by the way. Does this mean all off-season practices are over until training camp? That's right. It's summer break. It's earlier this year. It does seem There's been some June 20s. Yeah. The Rams were always like the last team. Remember Fisher would always wait until the end? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Procrastinating. He would just start, yeah, he would just try to have like the least amount of time off possible. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, with mini camps over, with players going um, into their summer breaks, uh, we'll do two things. We're going to, um, and we've been touching on these in the news as as the last couple of months have played out. But now that the off season programs are over, phase three, I believe, Greg is complete. Then um, let's do a trope overview for 2018. Also, phase four is just like party. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Party hardy, man. <laughs> <laughs> and with Father's Day right around the corner on Sunday, in fact, um, a little edition of current and future fathers know best. I'm going to have to use my imagination. Man, Lakeisha is going to turn up the heat on you. <laughs> Let's let's timeline West for a second here, real quick before we get into the news. Engaged, June two thousand eighteen. Married, let's say June two thousand nineteen. Just right around there, right? Ballparking it. There will be no honeymoon. One of the best periods in the marriage typically is that year to two years post marriage, where you're just a married couple having fun, and then you have a baby. No, no, no. You're an older man. You use that time up, my friend. I'll be 45 next year. Exactly. And Lakeisha's ready to go. Lakeisha's been ready to go as long as I've known Lakeisha. So, my friend, you will have children by the following June. That's my promise to you. It's it's possible. Um, June, June, June. I do feel like we are doing our traveling and fun time right now. Yeah. So, we'll be – I think we'll be ready. You had a lot of that. You know, fun time. Yeah, you know, throughout my whole adult life. Before you, yeah. before you met Keisha. That's true. And I'm not ruling out, by the way. We got June, June, June covered. A little Irish twins action, especially with your bloodline. Another child the following June. So a June, 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 June scenario for you. This is all possible. I'm not even sure you can rule out the June, June doubleheader kid and wedding at the exact same time next year. I feel like that's at least... Preggers, Lakeisha at the wedding? Possible. I've been, you know. Scandalous. I don't want to. I don't want to be smirched. I don't want to be her character, but I don't think she's the type who wants to be pregnant while she's at her wedding. I, okay. I feel the same. I, I believe she's going to want to drink and have a good time. It's a bad job. Okay, right? Come that's on. That's fair. Gonna, you want to cut loose. Now, is yes, do people have weddings when they're pregnant? Yes, and they're yeah. wonderful weddings. So wait, you're, I don't you're think Lakeisha's going to go down that road. So you're saying sir, you're – be smirching Serena Williams's wedding, essentially. Wow. Didn't, didn't I, listen, that couple, am I or did she strong about that couple? I don't, I don't know. Keisha feels very strong about that couple. She loves that show on HBO. It was good. I watched it. Let's do some news. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm just trying to get airtime here. Greg's true nature came out strong on the Wheel of Destiny. Do you want anything? We'll give you the floor right now. Anything you want to get some airtime right now? No, but I I think my strategy worked just fine. Based on my tweets, I'm definitely the people's champion. <laughs> and uh, based on my mom's laughter yesterday, I was trying. I was writing an article. I hear some laughter in the oh, in the nice. room. Deb over, 
and she's just cracking up listening to the Wheel of Destiny. So it was a popular popular seg. I didn't realize we were having that much fun, but I got several tweets just saying you should not be able to have that much fun in your work. I was having that much fun in real time. Yeah. Really? The time yeah, of my no, life. I've never seen, we, we commented on it. Colleen and I said we've never seen Dan happier. It no, was fun. You it nailed it. Fun. I had never been happier in the studio since after the Jets beat the Patriots in week 15 of the 2015 season in overtime. Uh, let's do some news. Uh, we'll start uh, with Wes's former favorite team, the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, a big part of their offseason narrative is built around this idea that maybe, just maybe, uh, with John Ross coming back after a lost rookie season um, and A.J. Greenback and Andy Dalton uh, hopefully trying to get back to his 2015 ways. But Tyler Eifert being a key part of that offense and getting back to his 2015 ways, well, that's not looking good. Um, he, has, he was not able to take the field in minicamp, and Marvin Lewis, the Bengals coach, is frustrated, he, and he acknowledged – uh, that the status of Eifert is uncertain for training camp. Uh, rap sheet reported, my understanding is Eifert did tweak his back just a little back bit. This is the Tyler Eifert who has had back issues throughout his career, foot issues, you name it, he's had it. And he's also now missed more games in his career, 41, than he's played, 39, Wes. So are we reaching the point where, where with Tyler Eifert where should we be expecting much from Tyler Eifert at this point? Should the Bengals be suggest, uh, expecting much? No, I don't think they should, and they should have known that when they signed him. You know, they did only do it for one year. They The hope was that he would be healthy, and I am going to go to our research department, and I want the stats on Andy Dalton with and without Tyler Eifert because mm. I bet it's a drastic difference. Mm. We know for five years now that Andy Dalton is the kind of quarterback who needs to be surrounded by high-end talent. And Tyler Eifert is that when he plays. John Ross can be that. So the Bengals have two wild cards, to me, capable of swinging their season either way. Well, he got a $3 million signing bonus despite only having one healthy season out of the last four. We, we used to do stuff kind of like, what did we learn from mini camps? And we go through every team or like had articles like that. I think we've kind of learned over the years that you don't really learn that much. This story is about, you know, one of the top things I think we actually did learn that to take our expectations of Eifert down a notch, it's significant. It changes that Bengals team to me from this boring Dalton scale team that they've been. He gives them a chance to be something better, and there's really no reason to, to think he's going to be on the field. It's a bummer. Moving on, another tight end, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers, who lost Hunter Henry to a torn ACL. Uh, in OTAs, a really crushing loss for that offense because Henry was trending upward as a top-line tight end. Uh, that injury came after uh, Los Angeles cut ties with longtime tight end Antonio Gates, uh, general manager Tom Telesco, uh, Telesco, Telesco, correct? Correct. Said on 97.3 The Fan in San Diego that he is in contact with Gates about a possible return. Obviously, Antonio would be a natural, natural fit, the GM said. Uh, he's someone that we have talked to. We've talked to his represent, uh, representatives. Sometimes it's not just as easy as saying, hey, let's just bring him back. Let's go. Well, is that true, Greg? What's what's more complicated? Than that? How is it more complicated? Well, there's money involved. My guess is maybe he's 38 years old and doesn't want to do the beginning of training camp, and maybe you could have like a little wink-wink deal, show, right. up, show up in the middle of I mean, August. He doesn't have much bargaining power right now. Right. Obviously. It's more just whether he wants to play or not and when, when he wants to show up. I think this... We've seen it with veteran. He's going to be 38 years old. 
show up in the middle of August or so. Skip the tough part of training camp. I feel about this the way I would feel if Case Keenum got injured and the Broncos said, hey, let's bring Peyton Manning back. You're not getting Antonio Gates in his prime. That would seem a little crazy, though. You're getting the guy who <laughs> held you back last big year. Story. You're getting the fine. guy. No, he wasn't. They didn't start winning until Hunter Henry replaced him in the lineup after people who were watching Chargers games said, you got to get Antonio Gates out of the lineup. But they don't have anything particularly better. You're right in the sense that Antonio Gates can't be one of the most, you know, 10 important people on their offense. But if he's just there and he's a role player playing some snaps, catching some passes. Yeah, you use him in the red zone. Sell some tickets. I would just use him in the red zone and that's it. If nothing else, do it to hurt the Greybeards. Because uh, <laughs> the Greybeards have been really counting on Antonio Gates as their key offseason acquisition. That's true. Although once a Greybeard, always a Greybeard. <laughs> Like, once you're locked in the roster, you could sign. You're already there because uh, it's not a real football team. Um, moving on, Marvin Jones, uh, the Lions wide receiver, is jumping to the defense of new Lions coach Matt Patricia following that saucy hot take uh, in a local Detroit newspaper last week uh, that re- ran under the headline, Detroit Lions' Matt Patricia is in danger of losing his players. Uh, why was he in danger, Greg, as you recall? Because uh, he made them run. As punishment for doing things incorrectly. <laughs> really out-of-the-box stuff. He's so out of touch. <laughs> Jones uh, joined NFL Network's Good Morning Football on Thursday, and he had this to say about the non-controversy. I mean, this is football. We run. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and, you know, this music. nobody's complaining. Everybody just going out here working hard, and we're having fun doing it. So, uh, you know, whoever's grandma wrote that story, I don't. I don't know. Bunsen burner blowtorch. <laughs> I know a lot of grandmas who could write a better story. Also, that. you know, it's 2018. A little problematic to say a grandma can't write a good football blog. I mean, there are a lot of great elderly women who can write, like, as well as you want things to be written. But let's leave grandmas let's out of it. Let's have Joan Didion write about yeah. the Lions. She'll do a great job. And Tyler. <laughs> you know, the NFL Media uh, Talent Summit is coming up on Tuesday. I might have to talk to the Good Morning Football people about that wacky music underneath. What was that? Is that just underneath the show the entire time? I'm not sure. But, you know, they. I do – you got to feel for them. You know, we talk about, like, okay, wow, this week we got to do three different shows. They're doing three hours a day, and they're cranking right through this time of year. Well, so if you got to, you got to, you know, make it sound like a club a little bit. You know what John Hamm says, Don Draper. What? That's what the money's for. <laughs> fair. I'll hey. take the trade off. Hey, look, they got Marvin Jones to tear down this that Carlos Monterez article. So are, good. Are they going to be at the Talent Summit? Because don't they have to tape their show? It'd be tough to do both. That's that, next week, by the way, the Big Time Talent big Summit. Big Time Talent which Summit. Which we have now received uh, invites. We now are allowed. We're now invited. Second year we've gotten invites. I believe. Progress. Right. I, was, I was on vacation. I don't think there's any allowed to go. I believe we're being made to guess. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, uh, the, this progress. is a get for people that don't know. And for terrorists that might want to target some of the biggest hot shops in, in, in NFL media, maybe I shouldn't put that out there. <laughs> but all of the NFL network, the and ego NFL, on you, NFL media that talent, to target NFL media personalities. Um, it could happen. Are all meeting under one roof? Just at a the hotel. terrorists. They're all hanging out and they're like, "Let's get Rhett Lewis." <laughs> <laughs> Rhett will be vulnerable. Sorry, Rhett. <laughs> We're, they're not going to go after you. Well, I could see Rhett strapping on like an AK-47 and saving everyone. Yeah. Bruce Willis style. Like Archer. Uh, yes, like Archer. <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, what are we going to talk? Oh, my God. Are we going to talk about Christian Hackenberg again? He did it again. He's back in the cycle. How about that? 
Christian Hackenberg, uh, traded by the Jets to the Raiders, of course, then released by the Raiders, and now he's visiting the New England Patriots. Greg Rosenthal, whoa, break it down, man. Always one step ahead of uh, the 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 pack. The the intelligence and information they're going to get from Christian Hackenberg <laughs> about the Jets so that they can definitely beat them this year, it's going to be invaluable. <laughs> and um, and Gruden, uh, speaking at minicamp, uh, took an opportunity when asked about Hackenberg to take a shot at the current setup of the NFL offseason program. Everybody is an expert out there on Hackenberg and thinks he can't play. It's unfortunate, this whole collective bargaining agreement. How do you develop a quarterback? I don't know how you do it. So, what? Okay, he's got a good point about development because the NFL desperately needs an NFL Europe type of league where they can develop players, especially quarterbacks. So he's right about that. But don't give me this crap when you got a ninety-man roster, right? And you pick, you just signed a couple of people who won't be on your team on your final roster. So they you just get signed rid of fullback Henry Poggy, right? Who won't be on the team and. Rook- Rookie, undrafted, free agent, fullback. Before the 2011 CBA, you weren't you weren't carrying 90 players. You're carrying more now than ever. So, Gruden, it's fair that there's no development system and there should be in the NFL, but it's not fair that – like if he wanted to keep Hackenberg on the roster, he could. Well, plus he's making the decision that there's no chance that he's better than Connor Cook or E.J. Manuel. Right. Like there's just not even a, a small chance – and I'm sure they're basing that on some sort of information. And so they're keeping E.J. Manuel and Connor Cook over him. So stop it. I have a Sessler, by the way. Hackenberg's probably not going to sign with the Patriots. Though, but it kind of would be amazing. I, now I want it to happen. And I want him to like start for the Patriots and have like one great <laughs> moment at least. I'm, yes, not saying, I'm not saying you know he's going to be the starting quarterback. But just have a great moment. You, don't, be you don't want that. Um, I have a Sessler, by the way. Okay. That was the final time we ever do a news item on Christian Hackenberg. Just a prediction. Could be wrong. I'm sure the listeners will tweet at us if you are wrong. That's true. I don't know. Yeah, I think you, that I like that that hunch. Uh, the Texans have signed linebacker uh, Bernard McKinney to a contract extension. The team announced Thursday the new deal is worth $50 million over five years, $21 million guarantee via wrap sheet. Second-round pick back in 2015. Uh, Romeo Cornell has found good use for McKinney. Uh, he led the team with 95 tackles, including 10 for a loss last season. Uh, he's a guy that can play a little bit, Wes. You like him? I do. That's good money for a, a middle linebacker, inside linebacker. So he's doing well for himself there. He is a really good run defender. Um, he doesn't make a whole lot of plays in the passing game, but he is he's their best inside linebacker. Tough before. as hell. Like It's the type of guy the Patriots are always looking for. The type yes. of guy they wanted Brandon Spikes to be. Uh, and he's he's dynamic. They they have a great like a, they have a great top five of their roster. Like if you just look at I, maybe he's not even in it. Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, Watt, Clowney, Merciless, and then you throw in McKinney and Zach Cunningham's a pretty good inside linebacker too. It's like Honey Badger. They're 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 the top of their roster and their best players when they're at their best are very good. Where would you rank their best offensive lineman? Would he be in the top thirty players on their roster? Well, who would that be? Right. Nick Martin has started, I think, a few years at center. I don't really know. Coming off a major injury, yeah. Okay, that's not even a good choice. Yeah. No, I think it's Nick Martin. I just don't think he's in their top 30. Uh, Finally in the news. You've had enough McKinney talk. (laughs) 
<laughs> Where can you player. go? With? We're definitely nice feeling. Player. You're, you're de- we're definitely feeling. This definitely feels like mid-June <laughs> news. Right now. Uh, finally, in the news, it is that time of year when the Super Bowl champion gets their rings. They have a big ceremony, a team ceremony, and the Eagles had theirs on Thursday night. And a piece written by Lakeisha Wessling. Well, not Wessling yet. Is she going to change her last name? Uh, we haven't really come to a decision on that. She's mentioned it several times. She may do the Jackson Wesling thing, but I believe she is going to be the first ever Lakeisha Wesling. So anyway, the rings were handed out in a uh, private party thrown by the Eagles, and as has become, um, you know, a theme with these rings, there's always some some hidden. Uh, info and hidden backstories to the ring itself when you study it. The ring is made of pure 10-carat white gold with a total of 219 diamonds and 17 rare, rare green sapphires. There are, one, there are 127 diamonds on the bezel? The B? Bezel. Bezel? What is, a be, what is a bezel? That's the first time I've ever heard of it in my life. It's part, part of jewelry, the bezel where like uh, the... Okay. Everything comes together. Okay. On the bezel to represent the combined jersey numbers of the three players who touched the football during the Philly special. Uh, who were the three players? Pop quiz. Inquiring minds want to know. Nick Foles. That's correct. Trey Burton. Correct. Trey Burton. Yeah, the last one's a tough Jason one. Kelsey. Incorrect. <laughs> who Corey, snapped the ball to the oh, quarterback? Corey Clement. Well, four oh, four players, including yeah, right. the center. Yeah. What am I saying? Uh, anyway, there's also an underdog mask inscribed inside. So uh, two things to this. First of all, again, let's call out the disgrace of the Patriots with their 283 <laughs> diamonds last year, which is really not fair to do to the Falcons, who are already suffering through the worst loss in NFL history, the 28-3 callback. Just disgraceful, Greg. I mean, that's yeah. that's a valid point by you. Arthur Blank was upset about it. He personally rang Robert Kraft to speak on it. Get over it. Robert Kraft probably gave it to Putin. (laughs) (laughs) And secondly, I think it's time to revisit. And it was always Mark is known for this. And by the way, we have there's some huge breaking news on Mark that I can't break right now. Um, Even the insider has sometimes you just part of being in the insider is what can you share and what what can't you share? And you got to keep to yourself. I got some huge Sessler news. Like well, you could massive it, scoopage. You could keep it to yourself more by not mentioning it at all. No. Now, <laughs> See, you yeah. don't know how the insider <laughs> game works. The in, part of the allure. Insider, insider, For the truth, go to the Zeus. Tell us how the insider game works. Because this just seems like self-promotion. No, part of the allure of an insider is building up that kind of mystery. Like, wow, he knows so much. But do we even know half of it? It's like the human brain thing. It's like, oh, yeah, you only use 12% of your brain, and, th- and that makes the brain itself more wondrous. That's what it's like being an <laughs> You're insider. talking about cachet. Yeah, you don't leave it all out there on but the table. I've never heard, I've never heard uh, Adam Schefter or Rapsheet be like, I've got some monster <laughs> news on Cam Newton, but I'm not going to tell you about it. Wait, I have heard that from Rapsheet. Oh, there we go. I've heard, Rap Sheet has texted me and said, I've got this, okay. but I can't say First, it on air but he's or whatever. Not, but this but is there. This is there. What I do, because I'm a man of the people, I'm from a coal town, is I take you guys <laughs> and the audience along on the ride. Of well, the- really, you're telling us we're not tall enough to get on the ride. At the, see, <laughs> you don't traffic in this realm, Wes. You're no, a I have, analyst. I am largely ignorant of any insidery type of information. I think Greg has it in him. Oh, Greg has potential. Yeah. 
It's just a matter of does he want it? Does he? Well, I think Greg likes to be more on the receiving end of it than the disseminating end of it. Yeah, I, I would say that. What does that even mean? You're, you're you, more a you like to be told inside information, but you don't like to go out and tell people inside information. Yeah, that's true. You got to keep it close to the vest. <laughs> My second point is, uh, yeah, I have huge news on Cesar, but I'm going to keep it in the bottle for now. I want to, I want to wait for him to come back so we can all talk about it. But uh, Mark, back on the Friday before Super Bowl 52, had this following prop. And I want us to now, once and for all, and there's three of us so we can get a vote and majority rules can decide whether or not Mark gets the sandwiches. Okay? And it's very important that you listen to the wording of this. A play in Super Bowl 52 receives a nickname and tops the helmet catch. The Philly special. Now, obviously, you can't see it that weekend. You knew Philly special was popping up in reports and write-ups and columns immediately after the game. Now we have that distance of about five months or so, and you know that's now an iconic part of Super Bowl lore. The question is, did he bang himself with the wording? Yes, because the and, the, the topping. Right. Yeah, it had to top the helmet catch, which I don't think it – I still don't think it has. If anything, I'm a little surprised they put those numbers on the diamond, on the ring. I mean, it is a, it's a memorable play. It's the play everyone – I guess it's going to stick from this Super Bowl. But it was just to get a halftime lead that they gave no, up. No, don't do the Patriot fan No, thing. no, no, I'm not. I'm it's just saying Brand- play. it was an, an enormous play. All, all I'm saying is like Brandon Graham's play was the biggest play of the game. And you can't say – anything like that about the helmet catch. Mark you know, got a lot right, and yes. I would be amazing. happy to buy him sandwiches for coming close to being right. But if you're asking which one is the bigger play, it's the helmet catch. Yeah. So are we all in lockstep here? I'll buy Mark sandwiches. Like, I'm proud of him for coming up with this. I mean, he, he, predicted I mean, a, he predicted a play that's on their Super Bowl ring. But this is the game. The game needs to have a code, and it's either – it's not like here's a participation sandwich. It's did he get it right or did he get it okay, wrong? Okay, Adam Carolla. <laughs> uh, so no, Mark still owes the sandwiches on that. Okay, that's what's happening in the Participation news. Participation sandwich. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, let's get into it on uh, NFL.com. You could find a column from the old Zeuser that was uh, workshopped in part on this very podcast uh, about famous tropes of offseason of the off season, they, they, they pop up every year and, um, and without fail, they pop up and here they are again. Who's talking back there. We can hear you. <laughs> what a booming voice. How can you hear him? Is the intern oh, talking? Yeah, we can hear. What? Yeah. Your job, Lindsay, is to not let the intern talk. But, but we don't even have the mics on, which is weird that you could hear him. It's booming. Now That's we know. Crazy. Now you know. He's got a future in We're broadcasting. We're always listening. That's crazy. Um, so here are some um, shop-worn tropes. Trope alert. Trope alert. And I'm going to throw Trope out some uh, actual storylines connected to Trope them, alert. some real stories, and we could maybe decide whether or not to put any stock in them or to just write it off as it is what it is. It's a part of the uh, machine this time of year. Um, and we'll start with... Aging veteran X has never felt better physically or mentally. Recent examples, Steelers cornerback Joe Hayden training like I never have before. Demarius Thomas feels great, says hips are not bothering him. We buying into either of those guys reaching former glories. Zero stock couldn't be less stock in either of these. Especially because Demarius Thomas, I believe, didn't 
practice in the recent minicamp because he was bothered by his, <laughs> his hips <laughs> that are not bothering him. I think it was maybe his feet, but either way, he was he was out. You generally don't see like a declining veteran have three or four declining seasons in a row, and then after age 30, have a season that's like his age 26 season. Or it, right. It's always possible, but I don't put in any stock this time of year. You, if If a player like this, for instance, practices every snap in training camp, and people are saying like he's looking good and he hasn't missed a single you know practice in camp, then, then you can buy in. What are we doing now? They're just running around in shorts and stuff. And Thomas, yeah, he missed he missed uh, mini camp after tweaking his foot in practice. So well, he's had a lot hip, of foot problems. His hip was okay, I guess, but the foot is trouble. Uh, Draft bust X looks like he's ready to turn the corner. Here's some recent examples. Uh, Mike Williams finally healthy, looking to redeem himself. Todd Haley advises Corey Coleman it's make or break year for him. Bengals John Ross eyes rebound, armed with mm. advice. Anybody curious what the advice was? Yeah. Okay. Herbie Topi wrote the piece. And the advice was just relax. Be yourself. We can tell when you're yourself. You perform better. You just have to stop thinking so much. That came from uh, (laughs) AJ Green and Brandon LaFell. John Ross is such a trope magnet that we've all – I don't know if you two have, but at least every person who's writing for ATN blog right now has written articles on John Ross's bounce back season. He's working with TJ Husmanzato on route running. See the new Kevin White. Yeah, I think John very similar. I think John Ross. It's not a trope. I think he's about to have a breakout season. They need it more than ever, especially with the Tyler Eifert conversation. Did we get uh, Herbie's last name pronounced right? Ooh. Wes is the expert. Tiopi. Tiopi. Okay. Doing great work. I loved seeing Herbie's name across the the scroll on NFL Network breaking some Saints news. Herbie grinding. Heck yeah. of a nice guy, hard worker. And a former drill sergeant, so you got not to cross him. We yes. got to have him on the podcast at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that Coleman, the make or break thing is definitely, that. that's just trope. It's like third year. You're a first-round pick. We're going to, like, read you the riot act, like, because talking tough about Laquan Treadwell, it's like, now that's going to make him play better. Like, no. Right. If Mark was here, he would add what he always says about Corey Coleman. This guy <laughs> appears to be a knucklehead, and the Browns want to trade him. Yeah. And the what if you're a player, and I brought up Kevin White, he's a good example, but Laquan Treadwell is probably another good example. When you really want to start get, getting worried, it's when the reporters stop even writing these Oh, yeah. About yeah, that's a problem. White's kind of – I think Kevin White's gotten to that point this offseason. He has. Kind of given up on him. He has. Um, uh, next up, uh, I already touched on this one, player X ahead of schedule and ACL recovery. We, I, I just want to change the schedule. Just tweak it. Just get everyone on schedule. If you're doing well, you're on schedule. No more ahead of schedule. Calm down a little bit. Uh, Tavon Austin will be a weapon in Team X's offense. <laughs> That's just a Tavon Austin yeah. specific one. Yeah. My, my comment was that was nah. Yeah, I, this is the best analysis you wrote in the whole piece. Yeah. Just one word and then a period. <laughs> nah. <laughs> uh, new quarterback wide receiver tandem enjoys insane Fallon and Timberlake and Timberlake like chemistry. <laughs> uh, Mahomes to Watkins is becoming a thing. Tannehill to Amendola is gonna be a thing. That's a thing, by the way, with uh, beat guys. When they see something they like, oh, Chad Hansen, he's going to be a thing in this Jets oh, offense. That's a that's a thing. That is that is a thing. <laughs> it, also, a thing is the like newly added diminutive slot receiver is blowing up non padded practices. Yeah, yes. So it's a of it's course. a combination of of things. Like Amendola, this is his time to shine. Yes, of course. Uh, also, it's 
now I know that Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake have insane chemistry. Wait, was Amendola 7-Eleven? <laughs> no. Chris, no Hogan. Chris Hogan was That's 7-11. racist, Greg. I feel like 7-Eleven is a trope. Eric Ebron said it about himself the other day. Oh, he's open like 7-Eleven? Yeah, yeah, he says he's, he said Andrew Luck's going to find him because he's 7-Eleven. Well, I'm just glad um, you know, we didn't even mention the, the uh, story that was said on Up to the Minute this week where Jarvis Landry – uh, mentioned he wasn't surprised he hadn't heard from Ryan Tannehill since he moved on to Cleveland because mm. they didn't they didn't have chemistry they didn't have a good relationship. Yeah, i i couldn't be care I couldn't care less about um, what that man has to say, Jarvis Landry. But it is interesting that the <laughs> I just don't I care. I'm with Greg. I'm with Dan on this. I just, I, he seems to talk a lot. And I don't really care what like the 23rd best receiver in the NFL. Hey Jarvis, so. if you want to just use Tannehill or any former Dolphins players, coaches as pinatas all season i'm going to enjoy that content so <laughs> well i think going. from it's just fun from the whispers <laughs> that i've heard and i'm no insider i don't i don't think that's one-sided i think the dolphins are going to have some fun at jarvis landry's expense mm. treating him like a pinata too mm. that's exciting See, that's spicy get excited uh what else maybe one more <laughs> we talked about we already talked about the game has slowed down to me shocked the world for me uh second year player saying the game has slowed down for me um Wes, you wrote a piece of Peterman. Stuff. Nathan Peterman got a little bit. Oh, of game action. slowing down. Yeah, game was Good slowing for him. down. So. He needs it. Holy <laughs> shit! Uh, established franchise quarterback will be something totally different now. Wes. Is this a new trope? Because I like it. Yeah, well, that connects. Yeah, with your uh, Cam Newton capable of high sixties completion rate from North North Turner Turner comments. Uh, I feel like that does pop up. This idea that a coach comes and says this guy is going to be something. Oh, this is this is a great offseason trope that I had forgotten about. I'm glad you put it in here. And some the some greatest hits, we'll close with this, some greatest hits that I did not see, which does not mean that it didn't pop up, but keep an eye out for them in August. Uh, actually, extremely raw rookie Y is ready to contribute immediately. Josh Allen. Uh, quarterback X reminds veteran player Y of Brett Favre. Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> All right, good wise. Uh, player X, the offense has never been faster. Hmm. Player X. I've, Offense never is slower in the yeah. offseason. That's that's for sure. <laughs> player X. I've never played with someone quite like Player Y. J- uh, Jay Gruden just said Alex Smith. I've never been around anyone as smart as Alex Smith. There that falls go. under we'll that. count that. Injury-prone Player X added muscle to frame in offseason. Christian McCaffrey, actually, I think, might have hit that one. Well, that goes both ways. Sometimes you got to slim down. Slim down. Take muscle off. Yep. Andrew Luck. Is you know the post yes. that this offseason. Oh, that's true. And Coach X, we're extremely impressed by Camp Body Y slash Faded Vet Z. Could have been Christian Hackenberg in Oakland, but that got blown up pretty quickly. Well, Gruden's been very impressed. I that's too harsh a description for Jared Cook, uh, but he's been very surprised and impressed at, at Jared Cook's. Some of the stuff he said about Jared Cook, I'm thinking you were an analyst. How did you not know that he's athletic and can move well? Didn't you watch all that tape? While Come on, John. While we're on the Raiders, I have another trope That's for here. you. Uh, that Martavis Bryant could be suspended. That seems like an annual <laughs> Again? an annual uh, occurrence. And, and this week, the Las Vegas Review-Journal uh, reported that the Raiders feared imminent discipline for <laughs> Bryant, which is kind of coming out kind of coming out of nowhere, and, and it hasn't been totally clarified, but it seems like this is possible. Were the Steelers aware when they traded him to Oakland? Well, what would that seems mean? to catch the insiders off guard, too, and hasn't been confirmed, so we'll, we'll see. Gruden explained when he made the trade that he has a really good relationship with Tomlin, who coached under him. So I'm assuming Tomlin did not know that, or else he would have been up front with him. He probably had good things to say about Bryant. I'm guessing they were honest with each other. 
he missed all of 2016 with substance abuse. This is why I thought this, is, this apparently would be substance abuse possible. This is why I thought the Raiders overpaid too. You get one year of him, and this is a man who did the Steelers wrong, and then had the temerity to complain about his role once they let him back on the team. Mm. Like he, there's there's something not connecting in his head. Hey, you're not getting temerity on the other football podcasts around. No, very rarely. <laughs> it's the middle of June. They don't know. They don't know what temerity is any time of year. They're definitely not bringing it to you in June. Bunch of idiots. Bunch of <laughs> blockheads. <laughs> uh, all right. So there you go. Uh, check it out. NFL.com/slash/Hansis. Uh, the column. And now, listen. It is Father's Day this weekend. What a day. <laughs> And, uh, you know, Greg, you and I are extremely blessed. You have a boy and a girl. Yeah, so I think I'm even extra blessed because it's nice to have one of each. Yeah, nice. You know, I got the two boys, Jack and Harry, and it's a challenge, sure, but it's the best thing in my life, you know? And I think you'd say the same thing. Absolutely. About your little children. And Wes, (laughs) June is going to be a big month in your life for the next half decade. Apparently. So with that in mind, it's time to give out some fatherly advice. A bunch of dads doing their dad thing. And uh, I've heard Father's Day compared. It's kind of like the Hanukkah to Mother's Day is Christmas, which I thought was a nice analogy. I think that's you know, all right. That's fair. I'll buy that. Not as big a deal. Not, not quite as fun, but people just, just still got to recognize it. Absolutely. Hey, <laughs> shout out to the dads. Father's Day is way more fun for the record. What is that? I mean, every time like I do something with my dad for Father's Day, we go to like a ball game or you know That's go to the true. lake or something. And Mother's Day, it's just kind of like, oh, let's make mom breakfast in bed and yeah. give her some flowers. Counterpoint: Have we, as society, and again dealing with the gender role issues that I feel like we're grappling with now in modern society, <laughs> is the reason why Father's Day is more fun is that no one ever really thought to do actual fun stuff with mom. They just assumed, here's a flour and, you know, some eggs and sausage. All right, now get back to work, mom. Like that type of vibe. Whereas dad, it's like. Sounds like a harsh household. It's like, dad, <laughs> hey, let's, let's, go, let's go to the U.S. Open, dad. I mean, uh, let's, have, let's have a great time together. Let's go to a ball game. Eh, just throwing it out there. All right, I'll see you next time on the Around the NFL podcast. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. Let's give some advice to the young bucks, as Dion would wow. say. The young bucks. Listen, young buck. <laughs> to the young bucks out there. Uh, so. Did you know that Magic Johnson's nickname was actually Buck among his teammates and coaches? Really? Because he was a young buck. Huh. Like, if you read a book about the 80s Lakers, they all say, oh, well, Buck did this. They don't say Magic. That's wow. interesting. I did not know that. Uh, so, you know, let's give some advice to the young guys, that are the rookies, the Guys, you know, sub-24 type age range. They're going on summer vacation right now, and they, they're they looking for a father figure. Wes, you are literally old enough to be the father of these uh, young NFL players. So why don't we start with you. Give out some Father's Day advice. <laughs> the biggest waste of hours and money in my life, and I haven't done this a whole lot, is hanging out in clubs. Don't go to clubs. They're a waste. Mm. Spend your time in a national park. Oh, Jesus, Wes. You know who we're talking Wes, to? Yeah, Wes. Know your audience, Wes. You got to connect. I'm, I'm giving advice. I'm not giving them a free pass to do whatever they want. You got to have a little bit of telling, discipline in, as a father. You're Come telling on. Zeke Elliott to go to Yellowstone. Yes. 
He's not going to do it. It's your country. Connect with it. Nature is, there's nothing bad about nature. It's all glorious. It's not a bad idea. Connect with your country. But a thing about being a father, too, is you have to try to get to their level to communicate. If you're just being an authoritarian, just shouting it down. I don't think I totally understood what we were doing in this segment. I'm the Colleen, I guess, of today. So in this exercise, what? we're 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 painting ourselves as the fathers of these Not the actual athletes. fathers. That's kind of an, almost no. insulting. Fatherly these are advice. grown men. These are grown They're men. They're kids. Come on. Do you remember when you were 22? You weren't a man. Okay. okay. I didn't understand it. Wes, I, Wes, that's great advice. I don't want to say like I'm, I'm saying that's not a great thing to do. I'm just saying, do you think they're going to listen to you? Hey, Eventually, they'll get to that point where they're sick of the clubs. My so children will listen to He's saying speed up the process. Okay. I think it's good when you listen to older people. I think that I agree. we, we probably missed that a little bit. I agree with you on that. Um, now I'm going to seem like a huge hypocrite because, <laughs> hey, listen, uh, young bucks out there, um, you looking for something wholesome to do uh, this summer? The County Crows and live. Are, oh my are gosh! <laughs> Nobody. Yeah, Zeke Elliott's going to listen to the Counting Crows and live. Come on! I've never seen Dan say something on the podcast and be so immediately like ashamed and expecting us to come after him. No, I just saw a tweet uh, pop up in my feed that uh, Counting Crows a special guest live on the road this summer. So. If you check out the tour dates. I mean, I'm a, I'm about as old. As, I'm an old dad. There, I'm not going out with the other dads to this. That's just giving up. All this over. is advice for other dads. This isn't advice for young people. They're all over North America this summer. Tour, huh. You know, so just uh, there's some advice. Uh, Greg, you're up. Well, I misunderstood <laughs> the exercise. I thought we were giving Father's Day advice to kind of other other dads. And there's a lot of dads though in the NFL. A lot of young men uh, with young children in the NFL. And uh, and they're just learning how to be a dad, and that's that's the the avenue I'm going down. And my my advice is just don't worry about all the other fathers' advice, and and don't worry about like oh we got to figure out what that couple's doing, or like there's like mommy groups or there's dad like forget the groups. You know what's best for your own kids. You don't need to listen. Who to joins that. a group? Come right. on. You don't need to listen to anyone else tell you how to raise your own kids. Like sure, you want to talk about it with your friends and stuff like that. But for the most part, like books and like general kind of bromides of like, this is how to be a good, it's like, come on. Just drop a bromide, bro. This is just, you can figure this out. It's biology. You and your wife know what's best. Every kid's different. Every family's different. Every relationship. Feel free to lean on your own parents. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying you don't ask advice. I'm saying kind of this, these general like books and like trying to keep up with the Joneses. Okay, they've got them signed up for five different things. Like, no, don't worry about that. You you know your internal compass, what's best to do. I agree. Listen to your soul. That was very good, Greg. That's all I got. I mean, Crow's also touring. <laughs> that's that's true too. Wes, you got another one? I would like to use this time to say happy birthday to Torque Rosenvinge. What? One of our listeners, his lovely fiance Madeline, asked us to say hello to him. It would make his year. Oh, okay. So, happy birthday, Torque. What a name. Where Great is he name. from? Great name. I believe Washington State, but doesn't it sound Nordic? Sounds highly Nordic. That, if you were going to be Nordic and live in a state in the U.S., that's, that's a good one to go for, Washington. Minnesota, um, yeah. Here's some real advice. Don't carry a gun. Don't, if you're going to a club, don't put it in. They won't be going to clubs. They'll be going to Yellowstone. <laughs> if you, don't bring a gun to Yellowstone unless it's a hunting rifle. Can you Yosemite hunt is a fine park as well. Yosemite is nice. Uh, putting the gun in the waistband, we've seen it. 
with Akib Talib. It's not as secure as you think. That's some fatherly advice. How you like that one, Greg? That's great advice. And I'll throw one out there. Do not use. You're going to be going to the club if you're not going to the parks. <laughs> you're going to go to the clubs. The clubs are a big thing for these guys. These young guys. What, what I'm saying is they don't need to be. Like step back and I reflect agree. on how important a club really is in your life. The difference between parenting is that you're giving them advice that probably they'll look back and say, "Oh, dad was right." I'm more like, "Listen, kids. I know you're going to be drinking, but if you're going to do it, do it in the basement. I don't want. Don't <laughs> stay out of, off the roads. Don't want you getting in trouble." I'm the parent that's more like, "Hey, I know the score." I hear you. Cool. So along those lines, you're going to be at the clubs. No gun in the waistband. Also, don't use the Gronk does it, so why can't I mentality. Because Gronk's the only one that could outwardly act like a buffoon and, uh, and you know, uh, go to personal appearances and say dumb things and do handstands on the dance floor with his brothers and, and just cause havoc. And everybody just laughs it off. If you do it, you're probably going to get a lot of think pieces written about you. Mm that you're not focused on the game. You're the next Johnny Manziel. I'm not saying what Gronk does is wrong, but he's the only guy, for whatever reason, that gets a free pass to be a buffoon uh, and a big, lovable dork. And, and you you can't do it. So so your motto for the summer should be avoid the think piece. Avoid the think piece. Steer I think everyone should avoid piece. being the subject of a... If you can be like one of, if not the greatest players ever at your position, you can get away with a lot more. That's true, too. Lawrence Taylor, Gronk, whoever it is. Also, you got to be that good. Then then you get a free pass. But unless you're that good... No. Also, if your bad decisions mainly affect yourself and not other people, you get a free pass. Yeah, and Gronk's never hurt anybody. Maybe he's lost some brain cells. Greg, anything else? That's all. That was good. Yours was very practical, and I enjoyed it. Thanks. <laughs> All right. That's it. I have a lot to learn about fatherhood. Yeah. It's happening, man. June is going to be June boom, I call it, for Chris Wessling. Coming up next week, by the way, a couple of things. Um, odds on Chris Wessling's best man. Also, uh, one of the deepest long shots <laughs> to be Wes's uh, best man, David Ely, is going to be in studio to make his pitch. Sitting at 750 to 1 right now. 750? He yeah. keeps dropping. Yeah. Well, I raised, oh, excuse I, me, 275 to 1. That's what it was. I raised I raised the question, is, are we sure David Ely is even invited to the wedding? Because I might take the odds. <laughs> you know, I'm just curious what those odds would be. I have been trying to convince Keisha to keep it. You never know. It. What if it's a small wedding? You, 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 I've been trying to convince her to keep it small, but I feel like we're gonna. I'm going to lose that See, battle. If you, if you it, keep it small, you like, well, might not even make tough that, choices. It's even more important that he locks down best man then, if everything <laughs> right. is hanging in the balance. <laughs> it's best man or nothing. Um <laughs> County Crows and Live open up at the Taco Bell Arena on June 27th. What's the Taco Bell Arena? It's in Boise, Idaho. Boise. Yeah. That's that's where they're opening up. They love their Taco Bell there. Um, they love their Counting Crows there. All right. This is Dan Hansa signing off for the mailman, the old boss, Lindsey Fulton, behind the glass. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there, including Keith, Tom, Ed, Ed, Ed. Till Monday, somebody Ed's. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. 
That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 